into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzzers. Man, what a great song. You are watching the HBO's Looking After show, Season 2, Episode 8, called Looking for Glory. I'm your host, Kylie Hodges, and you know the drill. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube, chat on the chat roll. We are live right now. Don't forget to find us on SoundCloud and iTunes as well. And we've got another full panel tonight. Yay! Yay. We, uh, we, got we got Roddy Jr. on the phone. How you doing, Roddy? I'm doing good. I listened to that Jesse Ware song like 800 times. <laughs> yes. We're loving so it. Yeah. Ass. So yeah. good. And all my co-hosts in person. Yay. Let's uh, let's introduce ourselves. Hey, guys. I'm Scott Moore. Hi, guys. I'm Blake McIver. Hey, everyone. I'm Kelly Knezovich. And sorry, my phone was literally under my leg vibrating. There's an Amber Alert. <laughs> Not my fault. I got it earlier. I know, I did too. Yes. So that startled me because it it's a little close like, to the middle. Where <laughs> I'm like, speaking of close to the middle. Yeah. Right, right. It's a perfect transition. Yeah, actually, uh, we, got, we got some full frontal all up in some business. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started off in Kevin Patrick's bed mm-hmm. with some naked boy cuddling situations mm-hmm. with Pat and Kevin. Um, Pat was really cute. He tried to make breakfast and dropped Failed. everything. It doesn't surprise me that no. that happened, Right, though. exactly. It's total Patrick yeah. right there. <laughs> it was cute. It reminded it me of me. I've done that a thousand times. I got Butterfingers. <laughs> and uh, they're a couple. That's such a couple-y thing. It is. Kev trick. Yeah. Kev trick. It's <laughs> happening. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Kev trick. Yeah. I mean, it's a thing right now. Yeah. How what do what, what do we think of them as a couple right now? Honestly, I'm very surprised that they have been so open, especially in the workplace, with their relationship. Well, dude, yes, yeah. <laughs> Although I know, you know, obviously he was reluctant at first, uh, Kevin. But I mean, how long has it been? Like a couple of weeks, like right? Two I mean, weeks I, or something? That, that's no. the thing that I'm wondering is this, is the time because that was the, when I was watching this episode. I was thinking like iffy. it seems like it was moving very quickly, but yeah. I don't know if there's a time. There has to be. They well, guess. they said you know it was past. Patrick had said like we've been holed up in my apartment like a couple of gay nuns. Yeah, there's yeah, some great there's some great lines. lines yeah. yeah, I don't. So I don't know how long that means. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the courtesy gap. I mean, which I thought was great. That was fantastic. That's a good phrase, but Been actually, as soon as he said it, I was like, oh, I don't need him to define that. I know exactly, exactly. what he means, what and that's, means, that's a real thing. Right, yeah. right. But I liked it, the, that it was called the courtesy gap, because it kind of fit in with the whole British thing. Like, I always think of, find the gap, you know? Yeah. The- yes, <laughs> exactly. So that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, well, how long has it been, and what is that courtesy gap? I thought... To me, I took this as the morning after he showed up on his front staff. Right, that's what I originally thought too. But then I thought, crap, they're moving fast. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been. I, I wish there was fast. something at the beginning that was like five weeks later, you know, or something <laughs> that gave us some time frame. Yeah, we don't have a lot of perception of time on the yeah. show. No. I'm so just figuring it's post-Halloween, and that's about where we're at right now. <laughs> there yeah. you go. <laughs> Pre-Thanksgiving. Somewhere in November. I thought, like yeah. you, I thought it was just a week off. I mean, not a week. I thought it was the next 
day also. We're, yeah. we're not sure about that answer? Uh, well, it's hard to say, it's only say. because the reason I'm unsure about it is because then when we see them at work following this scene, um, Owen, the coworker, is like, so what happened? When is it that you two hooked up? And and the mm-hmm. way Patrick's told the story was, well, uh, you know, I got in a car accident and here uh, I am. Which, which he was also, he was seemed like he was healed, set. too. Like, because yeah. he was in that sling in the last yeah. episode and then he wasn't. Yeah. So then I thought, well, and also for a time, for a time code comparison, we've got, um, in this episode, we've got Dom opening right. the, the window. So right. all, yeah. we, all we knew was he, the Doris was going to give him the money. Exactly. So that would right. take, that would have taken weeks at exactly. least. Exactly. But it's yeah. Time so, moves fast in the land of looking. It, it, it I think I'm still just looking very land. shocked that uh, that they even their relationship was public to the coworkers. I just feel like they would right? try to hide it. Well, and I mean, the, that's sort of what Kevin wanted, and Patrick didn't. So that's but, why. But I mean, it's just him wearing happen. his shirt or his sweater. The conduit was, it was the just, bulldog sweater. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I was just not a fan of the way that it was presented to everyone. <laughs> I think that was the most uncomfortable scene on the show. It's totally. But he, even even though Kevin presented it that he didn't want to be known, he was the one who, after uh, the coworker asked about the sweater, he was the one who said, "Oh yeah," because I was there this morning. So he kind of like pushed and, like you said, made it uncomfortable. It was, it was totally his weird moment, right? It was yeah. totally weird. It, it was. was. It was kind it, of like this bashful, like yeah. It reminded me of like if a couple was about to announce that they're getting married. They're like, "Well, you know, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, we were in Sonoma this weekend." And exactly. It was just very. And look odd. at what I have, you know. <laughs> And like, well, all all of it was awkward because even like the coworkers were like, "Wait, so John is done?" Like, so yeah. I mean, the coworkers are still. So whether it was the, the next day or a week later, it's still like fresh as still you know. No one knows, right? Uh, you know, Kevin kind of finishing up with John and then just jumping right into Patrick. Exactly, so, and exactly confusing for everybody. The whole room. <laughs> what well, well, wasn't? I think again, it was because. Kevin didn't want everyone to know that way and everything, but Patrick was very insistent on, like you said, like you said, the cloister nun thing. Like he didn't want to live like this anymore, so he wanted everybody to know, and so he was forcing that. And on what Kevin about and the what, work. A, what about the straight female coworker outburst? <laughs> that was hilarious. When I found out that she ran straight to HR. I'm like, I thought it was a joke, and then, yeah. Yeah, then the follow up scene was like, oh no, she was she, she was for real. I was yeah. like, okay, all right, girl, <laughs> you get your justice. <laughs> And, and, like, where do they draw the line in that workplace? I feel like mm-hmm. in my company, that wouldn't, that's you not the no, way you, you go with about boss. it. Yeah, you couldn't with the. Not at all. But they were just like, ah, oh, she went to HR, yeah. she's stupid. Like, and then that's that. All right. And then you're thinking, okay, it's a and tech she, company, she, it's small. She was the coworker. Wasn't she the coworker originally that they thought was the butch lesbian the originally, cake? and then she was and she was with the guy or something like that? That was the same girl, right? I, th- I think so. I, think so. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, I did forgot about that too. Yeah. I always remember. I always remember that scene because that's when uh, there was some butt touching in the office. <laughs> 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 you can and never forget butt touching, can you? Speaking of butts, uh, R- Russell, what's his name? Toby or whatever. Uh-huh. He was sure in the news a lot lately, oh, yes. but his butt was sure in this scene. Yep, <laughs> we are. I mean, we are going to that get was, to that. That was a pretty strong ass. <laughs> yeah, we um actually Blake did a little a little bit of research and oh. we're gonna we're gonna discuss all the controversy around Russell a little so a little later. Story continues, from yeah. Last week. Yeah. Okay. Um oh and, and one last thing about this horribly awkward uh, couple announcement scene at work. Didn't Meredith this Meredith say that John was like doing something for her, like doing her a favor? Or oh, was that the, Owen? Chiropractor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I still yeah. go to him to like get yeah, my adjustments. Exactly. I'm like, oh god, it's awkward. Uh, <laughs> Even more awkward. Can we stop? Yeah. yeah, it was very, it was very odd. I, I like as soon as that scene started, I was like, I don't want to see this anymore. Just make it stop. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, then after that, um, we have Dom and Doris and Malik at his new chicken window. He mm-hmm. finally has the window. Yay, Yay go Dom. <laughs> Making progress in yeah. life. And it, it's a classic story, a line of Dom and Doris, the two best friends, and one mm-hmm. of the best friends falls in love, and then yeah. the, it's the not friendship starts well. to strain. Yeah, that clash, exactly. It's, it's because now to the, get messy. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, though, because I thought that once you grow up, that doesn't happen as much. I don't know. I, I That feels like a very high school thing. Like, my best friend got a though. boyfriend. I mean, what, they're, they're like four, 40, right? Yeah, and they, live and yeah. they still live together. Friends. So, I mean, I think maybe they're, they may be 40, but I think they're still young and totally. you yeah. know, but, yeah. but mentally. But let's be honest. Like, high school transcends the rest of your life. You, know, you get <laughs> people true. that are bitchy yeah. and catty and fight. It's and true. it's that basic behavior repeats itself for the rest of your life. So you can't true. quite escape it. So And yeah. now we know that this relationship went all the way back, way, 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 way yeah. back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to pre-high school. Exactly. So those so dynamics like, are ingrained. Yeah, exactly. I loved this conference, this Gamer, oh, gamer X. X. G-A-Y. Yes. Is that a real thing? I'm not a gamer at all. I, it, there are things like yes, that. Are. Okay. I, think yeah. is, I think that is a real thing, but maybe yeah. not so much like the whole app thing. Thing. I could right, because we have like BentCon in I LA. Watch, uh, behind the not behind the scenes, but the uh, with the show creators that they run on HBO on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. There's definitely that conference. They said a oh lot of God. the scenes were sort of glorified, and some of the apps were of course right, right. glorified. Oh, glorified. <laughs> oh my God, that was so great. Glorified, yeah, glorified. Generally, they do have that conference, and I believe it is actually in San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, so nice. Kind of yeah. Out. Very Can cool. you imagine yeah, if you saw someone had a a cell phone and you saw they had an app that said glorified and you're like, oh what's that and they're like oh it's just a glory hole yeah, locate so I mean. my friends <laughs> yeah, I just know what their lips look like yeah. <laughs> oh my god it's really <laughs> funny though like I kind of wish that was an app just cause I would I wouldn't use it. I know. But I feel like I would download it. Really? Just I would be like, really? I'm near this oh many glory holes? Uh, wow. Don't worry, because I'm not going to use it. opened up to you. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole new world. Literally. Guys, I've learned, we were talking about this before the show, Ronnie, um, that uh, uh, Kelly and I were both talking about how since we aren't in the gay community, we're learning a lot through the show. And this episode opened up a lot. Like, um, well, we can jump right into it. Augustine and, and Eddie, their dynamic, this mm-hmm. episode was interesting because... They they had sex. Augustine mm-hmm. freaked out, thought he had HIV because mm-hmm. he got a little, little splash in the in, eye. Little splooge in, in the eye, eye yeah. which, you know, it happens from time to time. Right. And, um, you know, he's instantly like, I think I'm HIV positive. Yeah. Dom tries to sort of talk him off a ledge. But then, like, Eddie can see through that. He can yeah, see totally. through his, no, it's fine, I'm cool with it. Stance. Well, we've got a lot of important dynamics going on here. Yeah. I mean, first of all, to to have a sex scene on television with a negative character and a positive character having safe sex on camera. That's just huge right there. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. like, Very that's big thing. milestone. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. bravo right. to, to everyone. Um, and, but then now the, now the layering, now the mm-hmm. fear, now the, you know, we were in a safe situation that then turned potentially unsafe really mm-hmm. quickly, mm-hmm. but probably not. And so now it becomes more about the politics of what, what does positive culture versus negative culture mean right. in the community? Yeah. And honestly, I, I felt like it was fair on both ends. You know, I think it's it's fair for Eddie to kind of, you know, even when he tries to get close to somebody, he kind of like pushed Augustine away from the very beginning because he knew situations like this would mm-hmm. arise. He's yeah. been through it. We get it. But then even on Augustine's level, like he, you know, you can't blame him for not knowing, you know, his 
his, uh, you know, boundaries or whatever, or things right. that are going to make right. it feel a little mm-hmm. bit awkward. Um, again, quoting the inside the series, um, you know, the show creators, they said that they made it kind of extreme, you know, by by having <laughs> the stuff in his eyes. <laughs> but it was just a really good. It was a really good way to make to really just like hit you with that awkwardness, you know. Mm-hmm. And for and for Augustine to just kind of be shooken up by that. But I thought mm-hmm. Dom was such a good friend in the way he kind of like helped him. Kind of some tough love, but I really like Dom's uh, character in that moment. Right, in a very yeah. just simple explanation, like kind of like get over it in a way, in a, in, a, in a nice loving way, being like it's, you know, yeah. I, I like the way it was handled too. It's, oh, go ahead. No. Go ahead. Okay. I really uh, think that that's exactly what Augustine needed to hear yeah. too. Because I think he's kind of, he's kind of like Patrick in this in this moment because he's freaking out mm-hmm. of course thinking the worst thing possible right. um but then Dom kind of brings him back to reality and is like snap out of it you're fine and i think that that's what he needed to hear because we haven't really seen Augustine get nervous or, or no. scared or, or react this way. Yeah, um, so. that, no, exactly. That's what I think was so great about it. If it would have been any other character, it maybe would have been like, okay, that's, you know, ner- yeah. uh, nerves that you would have. Mm-hmm. But Augustine has been the guy who's been chunky. Augustine's been yeah. the guy who's yeah, been wild. Right. Augustine's been... So I really like the way that they showcased this, yeah. that yeah. even that person you know, we'll feel completely comfortable, completely informed or whatever, but, you know, things do happen. So mm-hmm. I really like that a lot. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, it was really very well real. Done. It made it, me put myself in Augustine's right. shoes because I was like, oh, what would I do if I was in his situation? I would probably be the way he was. Exactly. I would try and act right. cool and then realize that I'm mm-hmm. I'm not cool and I need to talk about this with him. And and, uh, and Augustine was such a champ, too. The way yeah. He said, yes, I, okay, fine, I, I did that, but I'm going to try to... Mm-hmm. You know, because I because I because I care about you. So that you know, really, I didn't even you know, looking at the beginning of the season and then to now, I would have never guessed their two dynamic went the way that it did. So it was very impressive, right? Yeah. And again, I loved his character arc and how yeah. he's grown this year. But and I love how Eddie could see through that too. You know, yeah. when he yes, went let's and let's talk song. about that. that let's was, talk about the reaction. No yeah, I really love that. And I would like to put a slight bookmark just for our later conversation in Eddie's response. Mm-hmm. Actually, the word prancing was used to describe mm-hmm. the West Hollywood homos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so yeah, dive so di- like... into that because it, <laughs> I asked you before the show started, I was like, is this some sort of the same thing as like the East Coast, West Coast rap wars? Like the San Francisco gays <laughs> yeah, are feuding well, the West Hollywood gays? Yeah. The ca- I would say it's the Castro Weho Yeah, divide. I was going to say, exactly, yes. <laughs> That is news yeah. to me. <laughs> I didn't know that there was there was such a um, a stigma on one or the other. What's well? Carly, I, I was I was out of it too. I was gonna oh. have to ask one of the guys. Like I was not <laughs> yeah. sure meant, So thank you for the for the tutelage. <laughs> so what what do San Francisco gays think about well, West Hollywood gays? Okay, and vice San Francisco gays look at West Hollywood gays as you know tan, mm-hmm. waxed, yep. tank top wearing. <laughs> Uh, lispy, yeah. effeminate, uh, incredibly superficial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. materialistic. Yeah. Like, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, the blonde bimbos mm-hmm. of the gay community, <laughs> sure. basically. Which, right. as we all know, living in LA, there's gay comes in every size right. and shape and type, and there's you know, a few of those. Yeah, but but yeah, just that Santa Monica Boulevard thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and and the Castro, it, it is ha- having spent a lot of time in the Castro. It's a much more open minded, and you it get is. a lot more types, and you it's a much mm-hmm. more inclusive neighborhood. It's uh, it's actually a lot more fun. Sorry, Wes. Sorry, we help. It is. It is. I will agree with that. It is a lot more fun. And it is a lot. Yeah, more I love going there. out. I love going yeah. out in the gay yeah. community in in San fun. Francisco. 
I wonder if that this episode that line stirred a pot. Like, what if there's some sort of Twitter? <laughs> well, Twitter, war no, now? Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Yes. Definitely, they were they were on it. Oh they, my god! Yeah, it started a it started a thing. Wow. <laughs> but now, speaking of kind of stirring the pot, I, I don't know if it was just me, but how did you guys take it when? When Augustine was just kind of said, "Well, for whatever reason, I'm into you." It, it just—I don't know why it came across negative to me in a weird way. It didn't come across as yes! like, "I like you because of this or that." It just felt mm. like, "Oh, for whatever reason, I'm into you," and I, it just was weird to me. So I don't know if you guys felt that way too. I felt the exact same way, and I was surprised that Eddie didn't react ne- negatively okay. to him saying that. So I was waiting for Eddie to that. be like, "Whoa!" Yeah, that's some what I was reason? thinking too. Because yeah, I would have thought there would have been. Wait, I- I watched it a couple times. What What are you guys saying? Because I, I didn't catch that. So it was when. It Eddie tried to break it off with Augustine, right. and then Augustine kind of was like, "No, we no, can we, we can, can do this." And I I can't remember the line that Eddie said leading up to it. I can't either, but I just oh, remember. This is bad timing. Aug- I know. I just remember. I know, but I just remember Augustine coming back with, "Oh, for whatever reason, I'm into you," and it just I don't know. It was the way it was said at that moment that didn't come across to me as very oh, positive. I think it was I, after I, I I playfully thought it was the opposite. I thought it was more just you know going off his. You know, being kind of shooken up about the whole situation and him trying to grow and learn. I, I didn't see it as that, but maybe. Yeah, that's why I was wondering if it was just me because I would have thought, like, oh, you know, you're worth it, or, you know, because of that whole fear thing that he would have had a different, you know, wording or phrasing for that than for whatever reason I'm into you kind of thing. It just, I don't know, maybe it was just me that, but obviously you did too. I mean, you took it the same Scott way. Scott and I are a little more yeah. sensitive. I know, yeah. apparently. Well, Ronnie, I actually um, <laughs> kind of saw it the same way you did. I saw it a couple times and it didn't really strike me as anything negative. I actually kind of thought it was a sweet gesture because okay. I feel like. Augustine, we just uh, we kind of saw him being like the hookup type with Eddie. You know, yeah. He wasn't really looking for a relationship. Mm-hmm. He just kind of wanted to get in Eddie's pants. And, um, you know, this is a, a moment where he was kind of like, you know what, I do want to pursue this and see where this goes. I didn't look at it as like, oh, how rude. How could yeah. you say, say that? I mean, maybe if I watch it now, knowing how you guys yeah. feel and how you said that, maybe I might <laughs> see that, but it, it didn't cross my mind. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't, like, it was totally rude. I just thought it felt like a a strange response oh, to right. that situation. Yeah, right. it just felt like, okay. But that also that also goes yeah. on like how they talked about earlier on a different episode where mm-hmm. Patrick was worried about his health and then Dom was talking to Lynn and saying, hey, is it insensitive because, you know, your, your uh, you know, widowed, lo- widowed lover, you know, passed away mm-hmm. because of the disease. So like, it just throws all these awkwardness, you know, awkward situations and vulnerable situations and maybe they, they come out that way. That's why it is so... Um, Odd to hear Augustine say it that way. It almost sounds rude. He's not trying yeah, to be, but right. it might sound like that. Hmm. Oh, Augustine. Just, just, just <laughs> a bunch of thoughts. <laughs> yeah, good thoughts. <laughs> I'm really happy with the result of that situation. Of Augustine that they're they're making yeah. it work. And, oh, and yeah. I like that they're sort of becoming yeah, a thing. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. They're good for each I other. Didn't think I, would, I didn't think I would like them together, but it's working. It is working. Yeah, I it think is. it's because Eddie's character is great. He's very he dynamic. Is. He's fun and he's sassy, but he's no bullshit. Exactly. And he tells it like it is. And he's re- he's real. Right. You know, and I, I can appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I do. I love he's, having him there. He's, as a, he's a big old guy. Did he show his dong in this episode? What happened? Yes, sure. he did. Yeah, he absolutely did. We saw some wiener. Wow, you guys got loud. <laughs> we he's were like, also talking about like that before the, the show. <laughs> yeah, that was some full frontal Eddie Bear it right was. there. Yep. We, we saw you, Eddie. Yeah, no surprises there. <laughs> Delightful surprises. Yeah. Um, or should say, leave nothing to the imagination. Yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, so we're at this we're at this gamer X conference yes. with with Kevin and Pat, and you know they're they're like wearing their matching shirts, <laughs> and they're all excited about their app and. 
How like snotty is that guy? I know that um, a wheelchair guy. <laughs> yeah, well, him, everybody yes, actually. Yes, him especially. Yeah. The guy in the wheelchair oh, for the glorified thing, calling them incest twins yeah, or brothers. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Kind of funny. Boyfriend okay. twins. I, yeah, yeah, I can relate to that because I get that a lot with Ryan. <gasps> yeah, no. where they think we look like brothers. And I'm like, <gasps> no. But I don't know if people do that because I was always wondering if maybe people do that because they see a gay couple sort of, I guess, maybe being affectionate. And so somehow they're. They just project that. Project that. There it's like, oh, an, they're brothers. Th- there is an entire Tumblr account dedicated to boyfriends who look like twins. Oh, so you can okay, check we it don't out. Like twins, Boyfriend but... twins. <laughs> it's a thing. Oh it's a real thing. Yeah. It's a real thing. It is. That's why it was so perfect to have this. Mentioned did any of us episode. think? Did any of us think they actually looked alike? Or, no, I mean, no, that was no, like, no, not no, at all. No, but I get that, and I think that's that's what I was saying. Like people think that is. I mean, obviously not in the in the gay convention, uh. but people out in public could maybe just think two guys being affectionate are related. Ronnie, are you distraught? <laughs> no, I was just yeah, I guess so. He's <laughs> like, I don't like, like this. Like, leave him alone. Let him let him just have. I, I wanted yeah. just Patrick to have his bliss, but you know yeah. he, he didn't get bothered right. by it. It was no problem. Well, it seems like this this world at this convention was very catty. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, like when Patrick was trying to sell his app, I can feel for him. I've, yeah. I've dabbled in sales, oh, and when yeah, something doesn't go right. You know, you're left hanging dry, and you're right. trying to salvage it, and this guy's just like, oh, yeah, whatever, dude, so 2009, <laughs> call me when you invent a better game, or, you know, whatever. Uh, it it kind of seemed like they didn't really have a success, but this convention was more about working on their relationship than yeah. their apps, yes. truly. Yes. They right. really didn't care that much. I suppose Patrick was a little sad when they read the the one review that they had that was bad, but he also treated it like his real first prom. Mm-hmm. And they yes. got a hotel room. I feel like that was, was kind of more the purpose of yeah. this. It was like, okay, I get to oh, kind yeah. of go back and relive my high school right. prom days that weren't great. And I get to do it with my boyfriend, who I love, type of thing, mm-hmm. you know. And, and they were cute. Yeah. All their, cute. their the prom The near the, yeah. the whole bit. <laughs> Nice well, suits. Andrew, Andrew Haight and uh, what is it, Len, Michael Lennon, mm-hmm. the show's creators or whatever, back in the inside the series um, clip, they also talked about that. They said how you know a lot of guys, you know, will be young and you know they'll have that facing uh, situation where they can't go to prom with you know a guy or whatever, or, or they're not at that level. So it was kind of an homage to, to that situation. So I guess that's why they tried to really allow, allow Patrick to own that. It was cute. Yeah. yeah. And then we see Richie and Brady are there. I did not of expect that. Of course. I'm like, how convenient. Yeah. Brady. <laughs> the writers are like, we got it. We got to get some more Brady in there. Yeah. We got to we gotta upset Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> I, Brady's nice. There's no reason I shouldn't like him, really. I mean, I guess this episode, he made me a little mad when he was drunk. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, he seems like a perfectly nice person. I'm just so Team Richie. Yeah. Then I'm like, you're in the way. Yeah. But how awkward was it that he was like, no, I want I want you to take me to yeah. the bathroom because you sound like Mary Poppins. And, oh, so weird. I mean, I get that he's like, oh, I don't want my boyfriend to see yeah. me drunk, but yeah. I'm sorry, you are throwing up. But still, like, if you should feel comfortable with anyone, any of those three guys at the table, it should be your yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. Well, he was saying it was like, oh, he's judgy and yeah. that kind of thing. So it was, But it was weird and oh, awkward. Totally weird. But, of course, it was and a convenient way for him to exit oh, so they had their time together. Nice. Right. Yeah. Right. I was kind of expecting that to, like, if it if the scene cut to showing them in the bathroom, like, uh, a drunken Brady trying to hit on yeah. Kevin. That's, that's yeah, what I that's was what I th- too. thinking, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, 
No. no. It was all about it more, make it more awkward. Yeah. So yeah. it was it was more about just Richie and Patrick talking, mm-hmm. and and that was plenty awkward. Uh, right. <laughs> Richie being like, "So you took him back? Okay. What do you guys What do you guys think of Richie's approach to?" Asking Patrick about this. Not not much, but he says one or two words, asks one or two questions, and then, gosh, Patrick just gives the whole scenario. <laughs> just gives it up. Yeah. Just step gives by, it up. Play by play. He's, <laughs> he's clueless. He's not your daddy. Right. And I thought Richie was really... I don't think your really, dad wants to know either. I thought Richie was really respectful about it. Like, he could have been yeah. way crappier right. about totally. that conversation than he was. I still just think it's very odd that ex-boyfriends are, like, double dating... That soon. I mean, no, I know. I did yeah. feel like it was very soon, and it's yeah, it does feel forced. It is. but it was much. Kevin that asked for a double date, right? Yeah. Uh, I I do believe so. He was so like, yeah, him, but I felt like it was sort of a for him to do that because it was the jealousy thing. Because you could see in that scene there at the convention, he was just making sure like he's mine now, yeah. and I'm going to show you, yeah. you know, come on those double dates. That's what it came across. Well, and me. with his hesitation at the office, yeah. then now we have a mirror to Patrick's exactly. hesitation to exactly. say it out loud yeah. in front of Richie. So it was right. like. Oh. No, my turn, mm-hmm. my turn yep. to push you into something. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You you don't get a turn, Kevin. No. <laughs> yeah, actually, no. you're like no, <laughs> not really. No turn for you. But he I'll, thought he deserved a turn. Right. And also, Kevin jokingly called Patrick a homewrecker gay at the conference, mm. and I, I wanted to be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, careful. He may be a homewrecker, but you are the cheater. Yeah, yeah. Careful. Takes the two you say. to tango, Mister Kevin. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I just I like Richie, and it makes me he see, he seems sad that that he they're does, together. But, but why are you with Brady? Well, that's what I was saying. I think it was the first time that you kind of saw that there was a, you know the relationship with Richie and Brady is not as solid. This was yeah. I felt like the first yeah. time you saw that you got to see okay that's. Well, and shaking. let's talk about the big revelation moment right. at the end of that scene where Bra- drunk Brady is divulging <laughs> oh, God. the BS that yeah. was spewed yeah. behind yeah. their back. Yeah. Just Let's just get it all out in the open mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, oh, yep. Patrick, you're not actually a 12-year-old girl afraid mm-hmm. of her own V, we'll say. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> keep it classy on After Buzz. <laughs> and and then even worse, and you guys aren't the pr- what's wrong with the gay community. I was like, oh, yeah, that, was, that one was like that bomb. Deep salt in the wound. Right yes, there. So I was like, okay. I, I did like that Patrick wasn't. You know, Patrick was kind of asking for it though. He yeah, wasn't totally. like, "Oh, you guys are talking about us." Okay, yeah. and he was like, "No, no, no! Like, tell me, what yeah. you guys say? I want to know." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, you know, you have the balls to mm-hmm. kind of stand up to." I feel like Richie's kind of like the one that got away. So, totally. you know, you kind of have balls to stand up to him. It was kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, if you... If, also, yeah, go ahead. I, I also feel like Patrick was just embraced in the the moment 100%. Like, I don't think he was... I mean, obviously he has his, like, old feelings to Richie, and obviously he wants to hear Brady, this, that, and the other, and kind of just smirk at him. But I feel like he was just more so into Kevin. Just, like, 100%, just, like, wanting to have his prom experience. So I think that's where his confidence came from. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. definitely laughed it off. Yeah. I would have been not furious. I, yeah. like, I, I I got mad just watching it. I was like, if if my ex, if I thought my ex was sitting with his new boyfriend, joking about me and yeah. my new boyfriend, I, I would be furious. I wouldn't like, have been able to mask. Well, it. I don't no. even know, and I don't even think I would be there. You know, I'm not even sure yeah, I'd be able to get the table there that soon. So much. <laughs> to begin with, right? I would be miles away yeah. from my ex boyfriend. In fact, we are states apart right now, and that's that's. Just how I like it. (laughs) This episode, man, it just, it builds up. You know, okay, so Brady's drunk. He spills the shit talking to to Kevin and Patrick. And then we're in the hotel room. And the big L word gets dropped. I 
accidentally, kind of. Yeah. He says the casual, oh, I love you. Yeah. And then he made it weird. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to make it he weird. He didn't, because he could have just left but it casually. It but it's, yeah. pa- it's in Patrick's nature to it's make totally it weird. Of course. Right. I mean, we say it all the time, oh my God, I love you. Mm-hmm. And if we said that to a boyfriend, and we might, may or may not have been at that stage yet, mm-hmm. I think we would have been like, oh, I mean, you know what I mean. You know, yeah. you wouldn't yep. have just oh, been yeah. like, uh, love, well, like, not okay. love, love, yeah. but love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like love you. Like love, yeah. It's like love, that yeah. new Carly Rae Jepsen song. Oh, I really, no. really, 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 really think I might like, like you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Nothing against Carly. Um, but the thing is, when, when Kevin was at Patrick's doorstep, he said to him, I'm falling in love with you. Like, he already threw that mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Which... What? Okay. You just left your dude right. and now you're dropping the L exactly. word here it's on my front step. <laughs> Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm not putting up with this. But, um, you know, it was already out in the open, so it's just funny to me that Patrick made it weird like it had never, ever been mentioned. Because yeah. yeah. when that doorstep scene happened, I kind of was expecting Patrick to be like, I love you too. Make out, go up the mm-hmm. stairs. But he didn't say it back, so I guess it only makes sense that the next episode it happens. Exactly. We get it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And then they crawl under the covers and happily ever after. Yeah. And you're like, and yeah. scene. And scene. Yeah. <laughs> Roll credits. It was an quite episode. an episode. It was. I think these past two episodes have just been really yep. good. Mm-hmm. Jam-packed, for sure. Yeah. Just really well written. Lots of stuff going on. and Really, really good. Yeah, this season is uh, it's it's doing wonders. I'm, I'm liking it. Mm-hmm. Every episode more and more. Let's cut to news and gossip, because I want to talk about this Russell Toto thing. TV news. Fill us in, Blake. All right, so uh, as we talked about last week, Russell got in some hot water for some comments he made uh, in, in an interview with The Guardian um, talking about effeminate gays. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, I feel like I could have been really effeminate if I hadn't gone to the school I went to. If I had been able to relax, prance around, sing in the street, I might be a different person now. I thank my dad for that, for not allowing me to go down that path. There's Oof. that word prance again. <laughs> I'm I'm a prancer. I'm not a prancer. Everybody should I, prance. I, I Everyone should. You. I love prancing. Didn't the prancer oh, size um, lady say that too? Oh you know? God, no. <laughs> right? Prancer size. size. Come on. Anyway, so prancing's good for you. Russell got into a lot of trouble. Everybody, the internet lost its mind. Mm -hmm. um, And a few days later, he issued some apology tweets. Uh, He said, uh, "If you feel I have personally let you down, I'm sorry. That was never my intention." He said, "I surrender. You got me. I'm sat baffled and saddened that a misfired, inarticulate quote of mine has branded me worst gay." Ever. I'm proud to be who I wow. am and proud for others. We're in this together, and I want you to know whatever you think I meant, I didn't. A lot oh. of people felt like that apology was not a real apology, that that yeah. was just, I'm mm-hmm. sorry you felt that way, or I'm sorry you misinterpreted my right. comments. And then it got kind of ugly when uh, Chris Geidner, the legal editor of BuzzFeed, tweeted back, not sure the best way to start an apology is by mocking those who have been criticizing you, but I'm glad Russell isn't ignoring it all. Oh, boy. What do y'all think? Um, <laughs> Ronnie, did you know about this? Yeah, I, re- I was reading it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I saw him um, the the cr- critique against him, and then the way he uh, responded back. Yeah, I saw it all. <laughs> I just, I mean, I get it. Technically, that's not an apology. Mm-hmm. But to me, I was interpreting his follow up comment as like he is sorry. I think he's just very saddened. And yeah, it what in my opinion, it's that's not really an apology. I think he is not sorry for what he said or how he felt, but I think he may be sorry that it escalated into this huge mm. issue. I don't think he meant for that to happen, oh, but yeah. I, I don't think he's saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, I felt that way." 
Mm. Because those are his feelings, and they think that he's entitled to his feelings. Yeah. I agree. I agree with Kylie. Like, what what should, I mean, yeah, what should he be sorry for? I mean, hopefully that's not the, I don't want to offend anyone necessarily, but like, I don't think that that was his situation. And that was what was beneficial to him. And, he you know, he likes the man he's become because of it. And that was maybe a, a rude way of saying it, but, you know, it created who he was and, I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't really. I yeah. His, his uh, you know apologies were not awesome. But what he said initially, although harsh, I, I didn't have a problem with it necessarily. A quote like that is something that can be really easily mm-hmm. twisted, though. Yeah. And he. Well, was everyone? What were were in in the room here? Was everyone offended, or did I mean? Did you guys agree with this comment initially? The actual comment itself. Uh, well, here's, here's the tri- here's the tricky thing. I I was dis- I was disappointed with it. Yeah, I don't like the it's, comments. I don't like the comment, and I was disappointed. It, but the problem is, you know, I can't I can't expect all of my gay actors to be the perfect gay activists. And I right. think we have a problem in our community with That's expecting true. them all to be perfect. That's Not true. everyone's going to be Jesse Smollett on Ellen yesterday, giving the perfect coming out, mm-hmm. most beautifully, eloquently <laughs> oh, said, like you can yeah. you could engrave it in stone mm-hmm. forever. It was so beautiful. Well, not everyone can be that, and not everyone is that. Yeah. So, and we can't expect that, you know. Yeah. But I don't. I didn't. I wasn't offended per se. I just didn't like. I didn't like it. That's a good way of uh, yes. The, well, maybe maybe the maybe I don't have the exact information. Blake, what was the exact comment that offended everybody? Like, what was what, what did he say that was that was so bad? Well, he said he said it was in talking about his own life. How he he his dad wasn't going to let him go to this specific theater school. He thought that that's what his sort of straight acting. Um, appeal has has come out of that he, he that he wasn't effeminate right. and he used the words prancing around singing in the street and if he went to that theater school that he could have been that which would have been a more effeminate yeah, homosexual right which not helping the stereotype yeah, exactly and it's not. it doesn't mean that it's, that would happen because he went to you know so it's just then, a whole yeah, bunch then of it, then it it brings up questions that make it even more awful right. and awkward it sounds like he just kind of got lazy in that response and wasn't really thinking and just said what was on the top of his head. Right. Yeah. Womp, womp. I mean, the only part that I really, I'm sorry to not, you know, keep on it, but the only part, part that I, it's just, it to me, it, it kind of allowed for, you know, there to be different layers and different, you know, uh, le- <laughs> different types of, of men, you know, in the gay community or whatever. So that, to me, was, right. but I, I don't know. Right, then there is, and that's, that's, but I don't think that's the point of what, his comment was suggesting. I, yeah, I guess, I guess for me, like I said, like I struggled with myself for such a long time. So like I feel like thinking back, like a lot of my childhood was. I don't want to say that I would have said that. No, I wouldn't have used those words at all. But like I know that there's parts of me that like you know struggled to you know 30 years old before I even you know told my mother about <laughs> who I was as a person. Right. So I know a lot of my straight acting whatever you want to call it situations are based on you know the blue collar values this that and the other. So I guess the part that I liked about it was now that allows for another representation, you know, and the people can look up to it and be like, well not look up to it, but people can look at it and say, "Hey, Oh, okay. I also went through that. That's the part that I like. You guys get that at least? Like, I'm not yeah. trying to say that. No, no, no. Right. I, I understand what you're saying. I, I understand what you're saying. And again, I, we're not we're not questioning that part of it and him being who he is. It's the part of the comment by saying if he went to this theater school, that somehow he would be more effeminate, and that there's something that could be wrong with that. You know, that's that's what I'm saying. Is that it's the loaded comment 
that has certain oh. connotations and Trust stereotypical things to it. Trust me, it's not theater school it. that makes you prance. Right. So, <laughs> I've, I've been prancing on television right. since I was so, six years old. You know, it's, 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 it leads to bigger issues of like, then you're talking about choices and people are behaving because of certain influences and things like that. And it was just a loaded comment. And it's not anything to do with him, which is, you know, he can be who he is and that's great. There's all types of us in the community. It's just the negativity that could be associated with that comment. That's all. Right on. Yeah, you could. They could prance in jail. They could prance <laughs> anywhere in the, in the cheerleading group. Prance could be anywhere. And, and, and yeah, come on. All okay. right. All I, right. We had a we had a friendly discussion about it. You educated <laughs> me a little. I like this. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that this became yeah. a controversial topic because honestly, if I read that quote. I don't think it would have occurred to me that that was offensive, but then when you guys spelled it out for me, I was like, oh, I get it. Like, that's a real stereotype. And the thing is, that's a stereotype that we are still seeing in, like, conversation on a daily basis out here. And even in Los Angeles, even in West Hollywood, Mm -hmm. you can still hear people referencing gays in that, in that, in that stereotype. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it's so casual. And it's like, okay, hold on. Let's take a step back and really look at. (laughs) You guys are people too, <laughs> and you're all different. We are all different people. Right. So just like straight people, and yeah. Like the yeah, and the I prance all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Whoa, enough of this. Oh, enough we can of talk this forever. About I'm this. tired. Let's move on to predictions. And now your After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> all right, Ronnie, what's your prediction for next week? Uh, sorry to all the other characters. I'm not going to think about them next week, but I think Dom is going to be faced, you know, again, a financial, and I think that's going to cause his emotions to want to reach out to Lynn, and I think he's going to reach out to Lynn, and then I think uh, he's going to really make a run for him. I don't know why I think all that, but I do. I love that prediction. Yeah, that's great. I want more Lynn. I do, too. Looking for Lynn. <laughs> the spin-off. <laughs> Kelly, what are your predictions? I, Ronnie, I think you are spot on. I feel like next week is going to be a lot more about Dom and Doris. Um, I think there has forever been a wedge placed between their mm-hmm. friendship. Uh, so I don't know how it's going to, I don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't think well unless Malik is out of the picture. Um, but still in that case, I think they've already kind of had this history of Malik kind of separating them a little bit. Um, I don't, I, I have no idea about Kevin and Patrick. We have two episodes left. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I do think that Richie and, uh, Brady will somehow dissolve. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Finished. Nice. How about you, Blake? Um, I think, uh, Eddie and Augustine are going to have an interesting, you know, follow up to this episode. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to that, um, and seeing sort of how now that they've gotten over or sort of starting to get over this, this mini crisis, (laughs) how, how that will evolve and, and hopefully their, their relationship will step up to the next level. Mm. I'm hoping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm hoping too, uh, because it'll be interesting because I'm not sure if he's there for the long term or, or, you know, because we've talked about in previous episodes. Um, for me, I feel like, the Kevin and Patrick thing is just moving so fast and I'm like, are they setting us up for a big crash and burn? Because I wasn't even expecting them to be together so quickly until maybe the end of the season or something like that. So the fact that they've set this up and they're already going with the I love yous and I'm like, oh my God. So I feel like between that and the fact that we still have Richie in there and we saw their relationship with Brady kind of, we saw the holes in that relationship. So I'm wondering how this is going to end, if it's going to be a crash and burn and then we're going to see either Patrick Alone, or are, is, are the writers setting us up that Richie's going to be d- down the line, like who he's supposed to end up with? I don't know. It's interesting. But it, I'm feeling like the Kevin and Patrick thing is not going to go well. 
in my opinion, yes, Richie yes. is meant to be. <laughs> right. That's what, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, is this the way they're trying to set it up? Like down the down the road, like long term, yeah. are they supposed to end up together? Kind of thing. I have said all. this since the day Patrick and Kevin first hooked up. This is not going mm-hmm. to end well, and it will end. Right. And it uh, will be. You think pretty. it will be? It will end uh, yeah. at the end of the season. I think there will be a rocky road. I, I don't agree. know if it will end. If it'll end end the season, but yeah, there's there will be problems. Will yeah, and they're, I think that we're going to see. Way. Well, I guess next week it's we have two more episodes left mm-hmm. left of the season. But before the season ends, I feel like John is going to show up. Oh God! Mm-hmm. Like I feel like yeah, I feel don't like he's so going to be like, I'm not done with you yet. Yeah. Like you can't drop me like that. For your side chick at work? Yeah, side chick. Too easy. It was <laughs> no, too exactly. Easy. That's why I do feel like they're setting this There's up to be... crash and burn here and have this big storm. And also, Patrick has coming. not learned to love himself yet. No. Yeah. And like we've said all along, he needs that he time. He needs to be single. He needs that time. Mm-hmm. I know. Pat, Pat, Patrick is the side chick, but he's making himself Cinderella. Just, uh, <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Pat. Patrick also needs to figure out how to not be so weird about dating your boss at work. Oh, I hated that scene. <laughs> well, right. Okay, it's weird to date your boss, period. <laughs> so... Don't even date your boss. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. like guys, yeah, I'm, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing Kevin's sweater. Together. <laughs> it was weird. All right. Thank you for calling in, Ronnie. Where can everybody yeah. find you on social media? Uh, everything's at Randomly Ronnie Jr. Great. Have a, have a great evening in New yes. York. It's and, not uh, cold anymore. Yay! Yay. Oh, Mazel Tov! That's amazing. <laughs> Bye. The Groundhog brought you spring. Yay. Bye. Uh, Kelly, where can everybody find you? Y'all can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly Kinez. And on Twitter and Instagram at Blake McIver. And I'm on Twitter at SMAN80, that's SMAN80, and on Instagram at TheScottMore80. <laughs> and you can check out uh, my fun little AfterBuzz Spotlight on interview with Sam Richardson, who now has a full series pickup on Veep this season. And Thursday nights uh, here with Archer. So. Nice. Yay. Follow me on Twitter at the Kylie Hodges and Instagram, just Kylie Hodges. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. We are so excited for next week. Yes. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 